Hello and welcome to the Venture Fuel Podcast. I'm your host, Fred Schonenberg, and on today's show, we are talking with Erica Parkins, the Head of Strategic Partnerships for the Digital Technology and Innovation Group at the Estee Lauder Companies. Erica fosters collaborations between emerging enterprises and large corporations, matching startup agility with corporate ability and expertise. She holds a BA from UPenn, an MA from Harvard, an MA from NYU, and she and her team are driving the convergence of beauty and technology. At Venture Fuel, we've helped over 100 of the biggest companies in the world grow faster by partnering with emerging startups. On our podcast, you'll meet the best of these startups, as well as learn from corporate visionaries and venture capitalists on how you can build a culture of innovation at your company. Please enjoy. Erica, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm glad, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so at, at ELC, uh, your team is transforming the consumer beauty experience via technology. Can you talk to me about how you, you got into this role? Um, because as we were just talking before, uh, we hit record. Uh, you, you have such a fascinating background with degrees in everything from journalism to urban planning. Would you just like to know a little bit about your story? Yeah. So first of all, I enjoyed my education, every aspect of it, and I wouldn't go back and change a thing. Um, and even though I'm not working in those fields, what my education has taught me was how to think contextually and ask questions about why things are the way they are and how things work. And I think something, especially around urban planning, is that it's always idea-driven and it's always people-driven. And personally, I've always been excited by ideas and what is possible, both in like my personal life and especially in my professional life. So throughout my career, I've always, I've always been looking for that space where ideas and building them out could converge. And I think I've been fortunate enough to have those experiences over the course of my career, whether it was in, I started off in global corporate commercial real estate. So whether I was in that space or, you know, when I made the switch to media, those are the things that have driven me. And I've always been on an innovation team, um, even before innovation, I guess, was the thing to be a part of, um, or a new business unit within a larger company where the whole thing is, this is a new idea, a new concept. Now, how do we build it out? and drive it forward. So I would say that, yes, I started off like thinking about, you know, cities and why people live the way they do. And now I'm in a technology space where it's like, there are all of these technologies. Now, how can we make them work for people? I think it's so interesting too, the the, the journalism aspect, because I, I've found that a, a lot of people that are really great at innovation uh, did some journalism at some point because there's this natural curiosity uh to get yes, to i noticed that too actually yeah. <laughs> it's amazing right it's like it, there's this sort of sense of like how do i get to the root of what the real story is the real problem the real opportunity uh and and that sort of creative curiosity uh does translate so so well uh to what you're doing yeah definitely and it's and it's funny that you mentioned that because i can name in the past year maybe like maybe like four or five people that I've met in the innovation field who actually had journalism backgrounds or were working at a newspaper or a magazine or something similar before. 
moving into the innovation space. Absolutely. One of the things I think is really interesting about, about your approach um, to innovation at Este and uh, just personally is, is you proactively talk about collaboration with startups and new technologies and you use the word partner, uh, you know, to drive the future consumer experience. I, I think, you know, even looking at the language on, on your website around uh, open innovation, uh, it's, it's a true idea that it's not, hey, I'm a big company, I'm, I'm going to hire you. It's more about this collaborative partnership. Uh, why, why open your doors to startups? Like, what, what is it about that that interests you and, uh, and the company overall? Well, I think open innovation itself just recognizes that not all ideas and not all of the best ideas, especially, come from within an organization. And, you know, maybe not all startups feel this way, but all of the best ideas don't always come from startups. But what corporates offer is like deep experience and expertise within a space, especially when you're working for a legacy organization. The consumer landscape is always changing, but if there's a company that has managed to outlast any consumer trend that has been around 70, 100, 200 years, I mean, every year they're saying print is dying, but journalism lives on. So, you know, it's... (laughs) You know, there's there's something to the kind of knowledge that a legacy organization can bring to a startup. And then startups, they have a fresh perspective or point of view on how things could work. And so I feel, you know, their speed, their agility and their insights onto how consumers are currently acting and how to respond to them matches really well with what um, a a corporation can bring to them. In addition, I think, um, you know, new ideas that are coming from within an organization, sometimes your, your, your division, your team, or maybe the company as a whole can't move as quickly, but they still want to support your idea or your concept. And, you know, partnering outside of the organization allows internal ideas to really um, I think germinate in a in a in a faster way, a cleaner way, and in a way that could drive more results than if you tried to keep doing it on your own on the side, kind of half heartedly. That's interesting. I, I love the sort of combination of the entrepreneur entrepreneur uh, mm-hmm. dynamic. Can you share perhaps a, like a, a big win or or an example of of this type of collaboration that has been successful? Yeah, and I I can think of a couple um, in my organization now where, um, you know, success can be classified in many different ways. But um, one example of a successful partnership is where, you know, um, a partner that we were looking at to help us build out an idea, you know, they didn't necessarily work within the beauty vertical yet. And, you know, it was an exciting opportunity for them. So we partnered with them to develop uh, a technology capability using data insights, um, you know, and, you know, so that worked for us. And on the other side of the partnership, they were able to expand their capability into the beauty um, category, which they didn't have yet. And that helped them to, um, you know, create new products and services for themselves in addition to having us be their first partner to do that. So being first and, you know, helping them, helped us to be first, that's our win. Helping them to move into a new um, vertical was a win for them. And that's why I think it was successful. 
I, I think one of the things that's really interesting in that is this idea of uh, nonlinear innovation, uh, or uh, I'll say looking outside of the obvious uh, areas that you guys are amazing at, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think a lot of companies, when they think of innovating, they think of product innovation or how do they improve whatever their core offering is. Um, but what I like about what, what you're, you're talking about here is the idea that, hey, you know, there, there are other pieces of the business, uh, whether that is data, digital marketing insights, where you can tap into the, the brilliance of a startup that, that has really figured out one niche really, really well. And by plugging that into your organization, it makes you more effective, impactful, successful. And at the same time, for that startup, you know, it's an opportunity to work with this powerhouse organization that, of course, then gives them momentum as they continue to build uh, their business. But it, it's sort of this win-win yeah. by not looking so siloed at, okay, we're just looking at product innovation. We're actually looking at things all around that can help our business. Yeah, and it did access to information that as a startup, you would never have access to. You Absolutely. know, it's like you need companies' information or company expertise sometimes to really refine what your product or your offering is. Can you, can you talk about the flip side of this? Uh, like maybe some of the challenges of innovating within a large company and maybe, a, you know, I, I know not everyone likes to hear the word failure, right? But or something that didn't work out um, just as a, a, a counterpoint to the success story. Yeah, and I feel like both internally and working with um, a startup, you know, a lot of the failure comes from a failure to communicate clearly, whether it's your community, like a failure to clearly communicate what you're able to do, you know, or a failure to communicate what your business need actually is and how you're going to measure the success with the startup. And, you know, how are you going to measure and define that success to your company internally? Um, And I would say that some of the partnerships that tend to fail, it's definitely been on the delivery and communicating what you're able to do. And also, you know, on, on our side, you know, failing to actually communicate what our business need is and, you know, how we're going to actually measure success. And, you know, the, the learning that you have from that after some things don't go the way you expect them to is that you then start to refine your approach to collaboration. You're able to ask better questions and you're able to start your relationship off with the um, startup or, you know, the potential partner on a, a more solid foundation where they have that space to let you know that they are not able to meet what you are looking for, but then it gives you the opportunity to either say, okay, then we can keep in touch, you know, still maintain a relationship until you are ready or okay, maybe not now, but you know, this can be somebody that we can still keep within our network, whether we start to just share ideas back and forth. And I know I do that with um, our partners a lot. I feel like it's beneficial for both of us or, you know, as you continue to explore a space, you know, then you just get better at asking the right questions to get to the capability and the understanding that will lead you to a successful relationship. 
Is there, do you have a, a process for evaluating uh, which startup to work with? Uh, and knowing oh, that, yes. I mean, knowing right on a specific one, it has to fit your brief or, or solve the business problem. But are there things you look for specifically uh, or any red fl- flags to watch out for? Yes. And I, I will say um, one feedback that I tend to get from um, the people that go through the partnership process with me externally is that it's pretty thorough, <laughs> I'm pretty buttoned up. Um, some of it is me and some of it is the organization itself, which I do think that sometimes, you know, um, you know, and I think a lot of partners do understand it, that, you know, a large organization, there are a lot of moving parts, um, you know, in for evaluating, for onboarding partners, like it's never really quick. <laughs> but um, I think one, like being clear about what our process is, you know, um, I like to be very transparent and let our partners know at the start of a project that, okay, here is the team. You've probably spoken to some people already. Here is a rough timeline, you know, to achieve our goals. Here's each step that we are taking to onboard you, you know, that scoping is going to take, we want it to be completed by X date. Here, here's everyone involved, you know, um, you know, all of the, the data processes, et cetera. Um, I think being transparent and clear and then offering myself up as a resource is valuable. And, you know, if these are people that we're bringing into the organization that we think can help make an impact on, you know, any of our innovation initiatives, they have to look good, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, you know, and I feel like if you're a partnership person, a business development person, or a product person on the corporation side, then, you know, do your innovation a good service and make sure your partners are prepared and understand what they're getting into. If they look good, I feel like you will look better. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny. I mean, we, we work with a lot of large corporations, helping them partner with startups and, uh, startups complain that, uh, this, you know, it's too, too much process. Uh, you know, it's not moving fast enough. And, and I always say, listen, the most important thing is to get total clarity on what success looks like and then know that you can deliver on it. Because if you're going to build a really interesting startup, a, a big business, you need repeat business. You need to, you know, exactly. get that pilot to turn into something that scales. So taking that time up front, it, it feels like murder to a, a startup <laughs> founder. But the truth is like, if you can line up those dots ahead of time and then deliver on it, now you have the case for the, the scale up or the next deal, uh, which, you know, you would spend a ton of time on the back end worrying about. So I actually think there's a lot of value in, in respecting those processes. Yeah, there's definitely value there. And, you know, um, sometimes I feel some of the startup partners, especially some of the smaller ones, they might not feel empowered to ask questions back to their corporate partner, but you shouldn't be because, you know, you might end up in a situation where you end up either out of your depth and unable to deliver. And I feel you know, the conversation that you have after something isn't successful is a lot harder than the questions you would ask up front on, you know, what would help to make this partnership successful or, you know, what do you need from us to either build your case internally? What do you, you know, what is missing from our presentation to you? What do we, you know, what, how can we just deliver ourselves to you to show that we're a good partner? 
don't be afraid to ask those questions. It'll only help you. A hundred percent. So we were talking ahead of time that, you know, you're, you're starting to think about the future and some planning uh, w- with the business. Is, is there, is there anything uh, that you want to share with us in terms of future forward things you're working on or, or, or things that maybe the people listening uh, could help you out with if a startup founder is listening? Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're all impacted by this COVID or whenever it will be post COVID landscape. Um, And there's just, you know, we don't know for sure what's going to happen, but I feel like this is a time that is ripe for innovation and collaboration and for corporates to you know, open their doors to startup partners and for the startup partners to really bring their ideas to, you know, the corporate and be like, okay, here's where we could help you. But in doing that, um, you know, really underscore where your value is and what you're seeing specifically in the consumer landscape that could help, you know, your corporate partner, like we're e-commerce, like, so what do you think could help to drive sales? You know, what kind of consumer interaction, you know, these are the things that we're thinking about, like what kind of consumer interactions are arising from this current landscape and how could we start to dig into that more and create new experiences that respond to like, you know, this new world that we're living in. You know, so those are are some of the things that we're thinking about and exploring, you know, just new consumer experiences, you know, that might be driven or accelerated by the changing landscape. I love that. What is, is is there a startup out there uh, or maybe a new technology? It doesn't have to be even related to Este. It could be related to anything uh, that Mm -hmm. you're excited about. Is there something you've seen that you're like, wow, that is really cool and different? Yeah. Oh, what? I mean, I personally um, have been waiting for like avatar experiences to really take off. And I've also really, really love everything that's happening with video, whether it's like short form video content, video reviews, like just the different ways that people are using video to connect with each other. You know, I was reading an article um, a couple of weeks ago about two people on TikTok never met each other, but they were doing like um, response videos between each other. And then they ended up together building a following until we got to the point like, Hey, if we got X amount of followers, like I'll fly her out here <laughs> and it happened. So, right. you know, just the way that video has been connecting people, I think it's really fascinating and interesting and so many more things are going to start coming from that space. I couldn't so agree. I just love it in general. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Well, Erica, thank you so much for making the time to, uh, to chat with us. And is, is there any place that uh, if, if there are startups that would be interesting, interested in working with Este, is there, is there a, a, a site or any place you'd like them to go to learn more about what you all are doing? Yes, we do have a site, um, elcompanies.com and then forward slash open innovation. And there it will give an overview of how we're looking to partner on the future of beauty and technology. I'd love it. Well, thanks again for your time. And it's also a direct line to us. (laughs) 
Oh, good, good. Well, well, we'll make sure that uh, people go to the right spot. Excellent. Thank you. To discover more breakthrough technologies and insights from visionaries, please sign up for our newsletter at VentureFuel.net. Here you can share startups with us as well as apply to become a VentureFuel visionary.